Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tim Healy from Newsday covers the Mets, joins me now. Tim, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. How are you? I'm doing well, um, Tim, but you know what? Uh, We'll go right off the top. I have some questions for you, but the people want to know. um, One of my (laughs) listeners on Twitter wants to know what you think, um, his words, the unloading of Robertson, Max, Verlander, uh, Marcana, Pham for prospects. It's a fine line between the fire sale for prospects and still being competitive. Your thoughts? Well, frankly, I don't understand what that question is. <laughs> what, what? The Mets did what they did. They mm-hmm. sold a lot of their best players, and now they, frankly, aren't really that competitive. They won four games in a row mm-hmm. against the Pirates, who are bad, and the Cardinals, who are atrocious mm-hmm. and shockingly bad. And so, so you know, I, I can see if you squint your eyes and turn your head. I can see how some fans, as you said, kind of look at it and think, well, you know, if they didn't get swept by the Royals and if they picked up a couple extra other games this month, then maybe they'd be in the thick of things in the wild card race. And maybe that mathematically is true, but it's, it's, it's hard to... Let's even say they had won three or four more games. I mean, right now they're seven back. So if they had won another three games or so and they're four back or they had won four and they're three back, I suppose to your point you could say to yourself, well, maybe, but that would still have Arizona and Miami and Cincinnati in front of them, you know, <laughs> all to get to that last wild card spot that at the moment Chicago is holding. and. You know, the other thing I look at it for those that are struggling with uh, the Mets strategy, which, again, I liked, I thought that it was a sensible strategy, is that Steve Cohen has been up front that, yes, they want to get to the postseason and be consistently competitive, but the goal is to win a World Series. And when you looked at this Mets team this year, and especially certainly without Edwin Diaz in the bullpen. But when you looked at this Mets team, I think coming off of last season with the way Max Scherzer ended the year, the year before with the Dodgers when he had dead arm in the postseason after pitching so brilliantly, I think with Max looking like a very competitive personality but somewhat of an ordinary mid-rotation type pitcher, I think the calculation was that this was not a team that 
could win the World Series with this current um, starting rotation. Forget the fact that the lineup looked like it was asleep. Yes. All Steve Cohen and Billy Epler could do was make a decision based on the evidence in front of them by late July. And everything that the Mets players had said with their play on the field was, yeah, this team isn't any good. This team isn't going to go anywhere. So even if at, the, at that time they could have gone on an unlike, unlikely run and snuck into the playoffs, or even now if they had kept some players and been posi- positioned a little better and go on an unlikely run and sneak into the playoffs, sneaking into the playoffs by the standards the Mets now hold themselves to is still a failure of a season. And whether you fail by a little or fail by a lot, you're failing. And so this season for the Mets has been a failure. The Mets decision makers realized that, credit to them, and they took a huge swing. They completely reversed course and got rid of Scherzer, who, yes, is showing his age, got rid of Verlander, who did some of the same and, you know, completely changed direction. So it's, I, I see the logic behind what the Mets did. Um, it was definitely gutsy, so credit to them for that. Um, and, and now it, they are where they are. I don't think anybody in, in, in the Mets organization really is regretting the way things went down. Yeah, especially when you look at some teams, whether that is uh, you know a team like the Angels that went all in is oh, eight, yeah. eight and a half back, or the Padres, um, you know, others that traded for players to try, you know, to try and make this run this year, and are still sitting there. The Padres are seven, six back of the last wild card spot. The Mets are seven back of the wild card spot, and one team had a major sell off, and the other <laughs> team tried to add, and yeah, so. Uh, you know, it does, in hindsight, seem to be uh, they made the right decision. Let, so let's say, um, you know, and, but it was also gutsy and bold, and you have to have an owner who's willing to eat those um, contracts yeah. in order to get the caliber of prospect that makes it worthwhile. And I, I, were you, I mean, we know Steve Cohen has the, the deep pockets, but were you at all surprised with the amount of money that he was willing to um, to eat to get those prospects? I was not, because in late June, when he called his own press conference mm-hmm. and announced it a day ahead of time and turned it in a whole, into a whole big to-do, he said at the time, the Mets ate money in the Eduardo Escobar Angels deal for the sake of getting better return. And the way he saw it, that money for Escobar, for other players who at the time were maybe going to be traded, that money was already spent. He, he already committed that money to a variety of players. So if it's already spent, then yeah, give it to the other teams and get better minor leaguers in return. That's the whole, that's the whole, that's the whole point. And they, they, they did take it to an extreme. In total, Steve Cohen agreed to pay approximately $100 million in salaries for players who no longer play for the Mets, which is just mind-boggling because uh, it wasn't that long ago that $100 million was like the Mets payroll, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's, it, it is a wild sum, and maybe these young players will make that look worthwhile one day. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll find out if these young prospects turn into anything, but for the time being, they're at least worth the already sunk cost, the, the money already spent. 
Um, all right. Now, in terms of all the rumors we've been hearing, the worst kept secrets that, you know, for president of baseball operations in the offseason, is it, you know, pretty much a done deal that, uh, you know, without the actual um, contract signed, that it's going to be, uh, for you know, David Stearns, formerly um, of the Milwaukee Brewers? Well, he's certainly the most discussed candidate and the most, uh, I guess we could say most likely candidate, the most obvious candidate for a lot of reasons. Uh, but David Stearns remains under contract with the Brewers. So if he and David, if he and Steve Cohen have spoken without the permission of Brewers owner Mark Antanasio, then that's uh, against baseball rules. So I'd be actually be surprised. Right. Uh, they, yeah, so, I, I guess I'd be surprised if, it, if they've actually spoken. But I'm sure they so. haven't spoken. But you know, let's assume uh, you know there are agents that have conversations and people, whatever. Sure. You know, but let's say you know, let's say they have not spoken. But um, is that that's pretty much where what you you're um, expecting to hear? I and I I'm planning on that happening, but I don't view it as a foregone conclusion. Okay, um, so because you're thinking that Stearns may not want it or because you're thinking the Mets may actually have some other candidates in mind? Well, I don't <laughs> – that's a good question. They have, to, they have to want each other, right? Stearns has to, after a year, more or less out of a high-pressure job, mm-hmm. wants to not only get back into that exact type of job that burned him out after only a handful of years, but do it in a bigger market where there's a lot more pressure than Milwaukee. You know, sorry to Wisconsin, but (laughs) running the Mets is a lot harder. Running the Mets under Steve Cohen is a lot harder than running the Brewers under Mark Antanasio. So David Stearns has to want that. He has to work for, he has to want to work for Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen has to actually want to hire this guy who he has, who knows, perhaps built up in in his mind as the perfect candidate. They have to get to know each other. So any number of things could go wrong that could derail it, even if on paper it looks like the most obvious, the most easy, easiest answer. So if it's not um, Stearns, I mean, another name would be John Daniel, but is it safe to say Steve Cohen has struck out, for lack of a better word, on hiring a... Um, president of baseball operations. And, you know, there's a learning curve to being an owner. He came in, he thought he'd be able to interview people. He got shut out by other owners. Is, uh, you know, um, give me a percentage. How certain are you that the Mets will hire a president of baseball operations this offseason? This offseason, that's, that's a tough qualifier because Steve Cohen hasn't, has not backed himself into that corner. Steve Cohen has said, Straight up, he wants to hire a president of baseball operations eventually. He has not said it's definitely going to happen now. Now, it's, it's, it's been three years already, almost, of Steve Cohen owning the Mets. And as you said, he has tried and failed to hire a president of baseball operations before. A couple times we went through this, and it was a, oh, a, whole, a whole ordeal. Um, so I, I suspect... It's just going to happen one day. It's not going to be some formal hiring search where we'll heal, we'll, in which we'll hear about this person interviewing, that person interviewing. 
these finalists and, you know, final interviews over here. It, it's not going to be one of those like we've had with recent GM and manager searches for the Mets because we, we have had a lot of those over the last half decade or so. It's going to be, I would suspect, pretty quiet on, and until it's basically done. And it'll probably be, you know, one or two guys he talks to. All right. Once they hire, I'm going to assume they are going to move forward and there will be, you know, call it a uh, Stearns or a John Daniel or one of those sure. guys. They hire somebody to be a president of uh, baseball operations. That's where the tea leaves seem to be heading. Um, what do you think that means for Buck Showalter? Uh, it means all bets are off because in baseball, like in a lot of businesses, when you get a new boss, <laughs> that boss is going to, in all likelihood, be empowered to make changes as he sees fit. So it's going to be up to the new president of baseball operations, what he wants to do at manager, and whether he wants Buck Showalter in the last year of his contract with the Mets, guiding a team that probably will be in transition, probably will, will not be among the elite in the National League. So is that do you want the, the veteran been around forever type manager for that kind of team integrating the Mets hope all these prospects um I don't know we'll have to ask David Stearns or whomever when the time comes but uh you know the Mets making another manager change would not really be a surprise yeah I mean certainly Buck did do that with the Orioles at one point in the early days of Manny Machado and others has built up um some teams and some young players but um a new guy coming in often wants um, their person. So you can yeah. certainly see that happening. Um, when you look at the core of this Mets team, there was a period of time earlier this season. I mean, Pete Alonso had a good six, eight-week stretch where he was um, dreadful. Um, yeah. You know, earlier this season, um, certainly from a batting average standpoint, there were a lot of players scuffling. And yet now we look at the core and suddenly after having had a stretch of some really poor play, Alonzo and Lindor and Nimmo and even McNeil are suddenly all uh, all playing better, hitting better. Is some of this the you mentioned before, is this the Pirates and the Cardinals have, have come to town? <laughs> or have you noticed anything, you know, that you can explain um the uh, Mets players, you know, some of these core players playing better? To me, it's the inevitable, right? Pete Alonso is a much, much better hitter than he showed in June and part of July. Jeff McNeil is not a 250 hitter as he was for three or four months this year. You know, he was mind-bogglingly bad. Brendan Nimmo's bit was sneaky, sneaky cold there, but has, you know, has a little bit more power this year. Good players are good, right? And for the Mets this year, that too often has not been the case. But if you take this same group, that same core, and take them going, trying to project them out to 2024, you're, you're going to expect some bounce backs. You're going to expect Jeff McNeil to be much better. Brandon Nimmo probably to be a little better. Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor, their numbers look awfully good right now for all their ups and downs. So, <laughs> you probably comfortably pencil them in for a repeat. Um, but, you know, these hitters are good. 
Uh, and so it's, it's not a surprise that they're looking more like their regular selves, no matter the quality of the opposing teams. And I would expect more of that the next six weeks and into next year. So last one then before I let you go, this was an issue at Buck Showalter's uh, post-game press conference today, and that was um, something I was thinking, I'm sure a lot of Mets fans are thinking, which is you watch a Joey Lucchese pitch so well for the team this week and then get sent back in a uh, numbers game of bullpen arms back to the minor leagues. You see a Mike Vassell, who's the Mets' top pitching prospect at the moment, pitch well today at AAA Syracuse, and then you watch a Carlos Carrasco and Buck Showalter comment, uh, complimenting him on keeping the team in the game. And I'm thinking to myself, is that where the bar is right now? That like that that's what you're you're hoping for with your veteran starter. We're at a point where now keeping the team in the game seems to be the goal. And I think it was Mike Puma from the Post asked him a question. Like, does it make sense at this point if, if if you think that four innings and three runs we're all excited about for Carlos Carrasco against the St. Louis Cardinals, who are dreadful, um, does it make sense to start, you know, auditioning guys like the Lucchese's or the Vassals? And, and I, I mean, I don't understand this. Uh I don't understand it either. It does make sense to audition, as you said, some other guys. And it's, it was funny that Puma asked. We sort of talked about it after because we were going down the same path. And I, I wrote about it today for Newsday. It'll be in the newspaper tomorrow on newsday.com slash Mets now. But what I wrote basically was that the Mets would be better off the next six weeks if they started a younger pitcher in place of Carlos Carrasco, right? Because in theory, this is about gathering information for 2024 mm-hmm. and beyond. Yep. And Carlos Carlos Carrasco is not part of those plans. In addition to being just an ineffective pitcher with a six and a half ERA in now late August. Yep. Um, so Joey Lucchese, who had a great start, a you know really solid start the other night, he should get an extended look. Mike Vassell, I'm I wouldn't I cannot confidently say that he's ready for the majors, but you mentioned his outing today. That was his third in a row that was decent to excellent in AAA Syracuse. And I wrote, if he keeps that up, maybe he's worth a late, you know, a, a late season cameo just to give him a little bit of a taste going into next year when he'll figure more prominently into those plans. So I agree with you. I agree with a whole bunch of fans who feel this way, but sorry, sorry to Carlos Carrasco, who is, likable and respected sure. and has a- accomplished a lot and is good in the community and all of those things. But he, 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 the Mets are not serving themselves best. They're not best positioning themselves for success by continuing to run him out there, no matter what Buck Showalter says on camera about his outings. Yeah, um, that's a – yeah, it, it, it just makes too much sense. Um, we'll see. Uh, Tim Healy from Newsday – Covers the Mets is great. Follow on social, also in the paper. Uh, really, really appreciate the time, Newsday.com. Um, Tim, we'll catch up with you soon. Great. Thank you very much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.